Okay. Well, for those of you who are uh, new to the American Society, my name is Victor Horkacitis, and for those of you who have been here uh, for many years, this is a little bit different thing that we're going to do. We just wanted to highlight uh, one organization that both the American Society of Barcelona and as well as the Metropolitan Magazine are trying to give a little bit of support to, and it'll probably be five, ten minutes of just chatting, uh, and then we'd love to have any questions that you might have, then directed to Andrew Funk, uh, who is basically the founder and director of Homeless Entrepreneur. So when we, are we ready to go, Jama? Okay, so we're just gonna go ahead and have this five minute, five, 10 minute chat, and then we'll continue and have a good time. And then at roughly about 9.30, I'll update you guys on the upcoming events for the American Society, as well as an update from the Democrats Abroad uh, representative, Harry's going to be here. Uh, also, we're going to have an update from a couple other organizations for the Donation and Transplant Institute uh, and, and our raffles. So if we can go ahead and get started, let's go ahead and introduce um, Andrew Funk, a homeless entrepreneur. Does, does anybody here know what the homeless entrepreneur is? Okay, so we have a good chance to educate some of our captive audiences. Um, Andrew, can you talk to us, just flat out tell us, what is Homeless Entrepreneur and what the heck are you doing about it? Um, first of all, my name is Andrew Funk. I'm from the United States. I've been here since 2003. And Homeless Entrepreneur first was a solution for myself because I found myself in a homeless situation. We had raised 300,000 euros for an organization and had some issues with the company, so it went under. And then my first child was born at the same time, so economic problems, issues at home, became homeless, um, still working. So I was working all day, making about 3,000 in a month, but I had to pay 4,000, so that was not uh, realistic to be able to pay rent. And I had to come up with a solution for myself. I had 35,000 contacts online, the entrepreneurial spirit, and the desire to change my situation. So I focused on myself, I solved my problem, and I wanted to help other people. So, so, yeah. so when you say you want to help other people, how do you get in touch with, uh, what other are you people. trying to help them do? Okay, first of all, the people we focus on are homeless people under the framework of Fianza, which is a European framework. Uh, a woman that's in an abusive relationship is homeless. A person in an overcrowded uh, apartment is homeless. And then also what you would normally think about, people in the street sleeping rough are homeless as well. So our target audience, if you will, is 20% of the homeless population that does not have drug problems, that do not have serious mental health issues, and most importantly, they want to work and be active citizens. So what we do is we give people the opportunity. Juan Carlos Finegra, raise your hand. He's the person in charge of the program in Barcelona. And what we try to do is we give people the opportunity to be active working citizens. Okay. And so far, what has been your biggest challenge? The biggest challenge? There are many big challenges. The first big challenge was getting support in Barcelona from other social entities. Um, the response was nil. So we had to figure everything out by ourselves. It's very challenging. Um, there are many agencies and entities doing amazing work, but when you start and you do something new and different, it's very challenging because you don't get the support. If you don't have an organization that can provide write-offs as well for larger organizations and donors, that's another challenge as well. We're actually at the stage of turning the association into a foundation. Um, so that will be very important for us as well. Okay, and then can I ask you very quickly um, some uh, milestones that you have achieved and what you would like to do next? Uh, right now we've helped 12 people get sustainable jobs. 
and they're able to pay for their own housing so they're not homeless anymore. The biggest milestone we have right now is we're raising 30,000 to create the foundation and 250,000 to help end homelessness for 100 people in Barcelona, which will then validate our model so we can go to other places. Um, the main milestone for us is every time a homeless person is working and no longer homeless. So you guys understand what we're doing now is trying to take an arts and craft solution from helping one person at a time to help 100 people next year. And if we're able to do that, and we plan on doing that, then we can then go to other places like London, Madrid, Paris, and we do travel. Uh, I'll make this brief. We do monthly sleepouts. I did the 37th monthly sleepout. That's one to five days a month sleeping out in the street. We did that for La Diada, and we do it in places like the World Economic Forum, in Davos, 20 Below Zero, um, the Royal Wedding, and many other places. But we give homeless people a voice, and we also help them get work, which is the main thing we're doing. Okay. Well, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping this up. If people have questions, don't feel shy. Ask us now. And also, the rules for coming to the American Society of Barcelona, just so that you make sure that uh, you qualify. We only invite people who are smart, funny, and sexy. So anyway, the, the whole point of the evening is to get to know each other, to have a good time. Uh, we don't want to be pesados, but we are very passionate about helping people who want to help themselves. And if you would like to get involved, please don't hesitate. Please give Andrew Funk a call, or you can look at us on the Facebook, or on our website, or on LinkedIn. Um, does anybody here have a question that you'd like to ask Andrew or myself? You guys are being quiet. Yes, Bibiana. Uh, the last sleep out we had was, if anyone knows Barcelona, you have Monument uh, Rafael Casanovas, which is where they do the Diada. Uh, we've participated that in that event for the last four years. Um, and we slept out. It was quite challenging. If you knew the weather outside, it was uh, raining heavily and very windy. Um, so we had to find cover under uh, uh, Paseo de Picasso. We slept there. And then we participated in the ofrenda, giving flowers from the street and wrapping it with propaganda from the street as well. Um, we're very happy with the event because uh, it brings people together and it gives protagonism to the people we're helping. So it was very good. Um, if anyone is ever interested in participating in a sleepout, it's not about going out and um, changing the world. It's about emphasize, uh, empathizing a little bit more with what homelessness is. One night is not that big of a deal. If you sleep with a bunch of people, it's not a challenge. If you sleep by yourself, it's terrible. I hate sleeping in the street by myself. But um, it helps you understand because you get to know the people that are going through that experience and you can recognize how you can participate in the change. So I'd invite people, if they've never slept in the street, first of all, I'm happy that you don't have to or you never had. Um, but if you want to understand how to participate, I highly recommend it. And we do it six times a year in Barcelona, anywhere from the Mobile Congress to the Diada. And we also go outside as well. Um, I'm going to Finland in October um, to give a keynote on smart cities and also in World Economic Forum example. So um, I'd like to thank Victor and American Society of Barcelona as well and everyone for listening, uh, especially since no one really knew who I was, maybe a few people or the organization. But what we do works because we try to reach the heart and mind of one person every day. So if one person in this room connects with what we're doing and they can help us improve, uh, we'll be able to help more people. So that's the main goal. That's one of the reasons why we do the events and we tell our story so we can improve what they're doing.
Okay, I think we can wrap it up. Just one quick, oh wait, we have more questions. Yes. My phone number is plus three four. Do you want to write it down? <laughs> I'm serious. That's no, not a joke. I can give you my phone number. It's completely public. And if you state it out here, people will yeah, see. Yeah, it's, uh, when you're ready, I'll tell you. It's plus three four, six nine seven, eight seven seven, zero eight nine. And uh, hashtag homeless entrepreneur. And thank you. What type of jobs? Um, can I ask a question and then respond? What do you think was the last job we created? Okay, we have done that. We have helped people become cooks again. Um, the last job we created is a, there's a project called the Flote, which means a float. And what we're doing is we're collecting cork from restaurants. We've gotten uh, 100 restaurants on board. The objective is to get 500 on board by the end of the year. And we've ended homelessness for one person. It's a woman named Mercedes. And what she's doing is she's going to restaurants, getting them to sign up. And then we have an electric bike and there's a big basket, like a hot air balloon basket, that we're gonna be putting sponsorship around it. And uh, she's gonna be getting restaurants to be on board and then picking up the cork. We'll be recycling it. Um, one of the partners has a company called Cygnus. His name's Luis Moron. And we'll be creating products out of the recycled cork um, to sell. Um, cork in itself has very little value, if you will. But if you create products out of it, you can sell it. Um, and then sponsorship for what we're doing. So that's one example. Another example is a guy who's a programmer. Um, he went through a program called Factoria Fecinco, and uh, he's going to be working in artificial intelligence. So typical stories you probably hear about homeless people. Not really. Okay. Yeah, yes, um, we, we do know Esperanza, uh, Julia. Um, um, we know their work. Um, I've spoken with them a few times. Um, uh, we've tried to, to collaborate, um, um, but I understand they do an amazing job um, providing food to people in the street and also conversation. Um, our main thing is trying to get people on board so we can help them towards work. Um, so more than happy to collaborate with them. I think they do a, a great job with what they do. But for us, we have to find ways that are completely lined and focused with people in the program. We have 12 people in the program right now. And so all of our energy is making sure that they get the support. We have a holistic solution in which you have professional development, health, uh, education, uh, communication, sorry, communication, finance, legal, housing, um, sales, and a mentor. So we collaborate with every organization that wants to, whatever is coherent for them. Um, we don't say no to anyone. Um, we try to find ways to help people. It's really important to understand that uh, not everything you do helps someone. And many people want to volunteer and they ask me, Andrew, what can I do? And I tell them, think about it first. So if I have to think for you, um, it, it, we might not come to the best conclusion, but I tell everyone to think about how they can add value and start by focusing on one person. Um, so we respect every single entity that's working with homeless people and not. Um, but we try to find a way to find solutions for people in the program because we can't help everyone. It's impossible, but we can make sure that the people in our program are receiving the right support.
to get ahead and off the street. Because I can, I'm going to make one comment. Is it, am I speaking too much or can I? Go ahead. Okay. Um, uh, you have a lot of solutions for food, clothing, and housing. Um, if people are not actively participating in it, uh, you're not solving a problem, you're giving them a solution to maintain and be more comfortable in their situation. Okay, I'm not going to go into that in too much depth, but let's just say that um, there's nobody starving to death in Barcelona. Nobody's walking around naked unless they got too drunk. And, um, and there are housing solutions. It's very difficult because it's very expensive to live in Barcelona. Um, and the social housing system is a bit strange um, if you haven't gone through it yourself. But um, I think as a society, as organizations, we need to think about how we can work together and solve problems. Um, most people are thinking about how they can get more, more volunteers. I asked one group, they were doing a great job giving food, but I said, do you want to have more volunteers or less volunteers? And they said, more. I was like, no, because if you have more, that means there are more people you have to help. The objective is to get people out of the situation and to do a different type of uh, work with them. So I would just invite um, all the organizations that do exist to think about how we can work together to help the people that we're helping and not help our organization grow thinking about what we need, but thinking about what they need. Okay, so I think it's something to reflect upon if anyone, is anyone volunteering in any kind of organization? Any volunteers here? One, two, three, four, okay. Um, when you volunteer, you need to ask yourself one question. If you did not go that day or that week, would that person's life change? And if the answer is no, you should probably think about what you can do so that way you can create an impact on their life. Um, there are two things that are important. One is social impact, and the other thing is sustainability. So you can create social impact, but if it's not sustainable, if you give someone a tie so they can go to a job interview, I've seen this. A homeless guy had a tie so he could go to an interview. After the interview, he took the tie and he threw it in the trash can. I said, why'd you do that? He said, well, I don't need to. They'll just give me another tie tomorrow. So it's important to think about the sustainability of how we participate and volunteer in society. And, and I think we have to make a very uh, important effort to think more so that way we can involve the people that are receiving support as well. And actually there are rights, but there's also, if it, any lawyers in here? With rights, there are obligations, right? We can't forget that there should be obligations along with those rights at least if we want to make it sustainable. I, I, I don't know if I went on too long, but I think it's really important that people think about if they're not there, like if you don't feed, I have a two month baby, if that baby does not get milk, there's a huge problem, okay? But if you don't do what you want to do, if there's no change in that person's life, then you need to ask yourself if you're really changing or if you're helping them to help yourself because you feel good about it, okay? I don't know if I'm going on too long, but. All right, that's good. Alrighty, one more question. People in the street. Um, uh, actually, I would tell you that we have more than 100,000 people on social media and more than 1 million views each month with what we do. Um, we attract uh, homeless people. Um, it's like inbound marketing, if anyone knows that term. Um, and they are their own filter. Because if they don't show up, if they don't participate, if they don't follow, it's like college. If you don't go, you know, 
the selection process is really identifying people that care and want to participate. But at the end of the day, we don't make them successful. We give them the opportunity, like he gave me the opportunity to do something. I can either do an amazing job or I can do an amazingly terrible job. So they select what opportunities they're willing to take and it depends on them. So the selection is really, the filter is based on them more than us. Okay, well, thank you very much. We're gonna go ahead and continue having fun in a merry time. Um, and later on, again, we're gonna have an update from Democrats Abroad from the Donation Transplant Institute if you find out the American Society is very into helping NGOs. And then a quick plug for the Barcelona Metropolitan. We're the only magazine in Barcelona that's dedicated to the English-speaking expat community. We'd love to help you if, uh, to, and we wanna engage the community. So if you have some themes that you would like for us to cover, don't be shy, ask us. And also, if you need some help in advertising or marketing, we can give you some social media love. You have Jaume over here is an amazing writer, and we have this fantastic crew of interns who are somewhere in this hotel tonight, but I can't find, see them right now. Um, and if you have a chance, don't be shy, come talk to us. And the American Society, if you'd like to learn more about us, I'll be over there to give you a little bit about the history. And if you'd like to join, that would be great too. So other than that, at 9.30ish, I'll come out, or 9.45ish, I'll just give uh, the microphone to some really cool organizations. And thank you all very much for coming. So have a good time. Thank you. Thank you.